Tony Silvera, and this is my evening devotional. On tonight's uh, episode, I will talk about uh, God's presence as your vital necessity. This is a series called Vital Necessity that uh, uh, started uh, this week. And the verse for tonight is in Psalms, Psalms 27 and verse 8 that says, You, God, have said, Seek my face, inquire for, and require my presence as your vital need. My heart says to you, your face, your presence, Lord, will I seek, inquire for, and require of necessity and on the authority of your word. So, God's presence. Uh, God's presence is a vital necessity for the psalmist. And the word uh, presence, uh, also translated as face, implies a face-to-face -face, uh, relationship or encounter with, uh, with God. So uh, the, the, the psalmist is saying, I need you, I need you, uh, I need to see your face, I need your presence. And uh, God's presence carries a wide range of uh, meanings. Uh, in the book of uh, Genesis, uh, when uh, Adam and Eve uh, uh, committed a sin, uh, they uh, flee away, they fled from uh, God's presence. Uh, it said that they were hiding from the presence uh, of God. Uh, so, uh, God's presence in the book of Joshua uh, means uh, comfort. So, there's uh, different uh, aspects or meanings for, for the presence uh, of God as we see it uh, uh, here in, uh, in Scripture. Uh, so, uh, inquire uh, of God's presence, uh, inquire and require the presence of God is what is described in the book of Psalms as a vital need or a vital necessity. Yesterday, we read the prophecy of Jeremiah, where God says, I have great plans for you. And then on verse 13 of Jeremiah 29, it says, Then with a deep longing, you will seek me and require me as a vital necessity. And you will find me when you search me with all your heart. So the, the vital uh, signs, the vital necessities um, are uh, um, required, for instance, when you go to a hospital uh, and you do a checkup, when people, when doctors check your health, they check different aspects of your uh, body's necessities. So that in order to know this, they check your body temperature, pulse rate, respiration rate, blood pressure. So these constitute uh, special um, signs or special measurements in order to see if you're alive. 
Now, we do not have uh, um, accurate spiritual measurements in order to inquire of our spiritual life. But we need to uh, question yourselves if we're living with a conscience awareness of God's presence, because we can uh, just uh, simply ignore God uh, in the things we do, or we can see God in uh, everything. I'm here in such a beautiful place uh, this morning, and uh, uh, as I look around, I can see the presence of God, the hand of God, and I can feel the presence of God in, uh, in everything I do. Uh, this uh, out of uh, an awareness of, uh, of God in, uh, in my personal life. So I, I like to be aware uh, of God and the hand of God in everything that I do. You know, Paul said in Galatians 2.20, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Uh, so this is the, the, the word of Paul regarding uh, his own life. So he's saying the life that I live it's not my own any longer. And that's what it means when we, when we give our life to Christ. We live our, give our life to God. Some people do it out of a necessity, out of an emotion. And they say, oh, I gave my life to God. But they're not aware of the presence of God. So living with a conscience awareness of God's presence will keep us serving faithfully and also an awareness of his closeness re will remind us that he's so sovereign and we are his servants. Uh, there's no better life than the life of a Christian, a life with God. And uh, uh, one of the most beautiful things uh, as a Christian is, is to know how accessible God is. In John 4, 24, it says God is spirit. And they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. And so the presence of God is a necessity. There's a story uh, in the Bible of a woman named uh, Ruth. And uh, Ruth uh, was a pagan, but she uh, lived with her uh, mother-in-law. Uh, she becomes a widow. And there's a, 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 then a radical break with everything she had ever known. In Ruth 1.16, she tells Naomi, her mother-in-law, wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. From that day forward, Ruth's life changed radically. So she went from a pagan uh, into a, a believer. Uh, not only he, uh, she renounced her people, her nationality, uh, he, uh, she claims the people of God as her own, and the God of Israel becomes Ruth's God. It's uh, quite a story, and uh, if you have the opportunity of reading it uh, in, the, in the Bible, uh, you will be glad you did so. It's a story of renouncing uh, to a past in order to embrace a different future with God.
different people in scripture uh, talk about the presence of God. Uh, probably uh, one of the prophets and the king that uh, mentioned it the most is King David. David knew the difference between living without God and living with God's uh, presence. He knew what it meant to be on his own uh, or to live under the presence, the blessing of God. In Psalms 16 verse 11, he says, you will show me the path of life in your presence is fullness of joy. Your, in your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So David knew exactly what it mean, means to, to live with the, the presence of God uh, in uh, his uh, life. Uh, that was uh, uh, an added blessing that uh, he'd, uh, he would uh, experimented. Um, but David committed a terrible sin and the presence of God uh, left in him. And uh, when that happens, uh, you, you immediately feel it. And so he, he wrote uh, a song. Uh, it's a song of worship. It's a prayer song. Uh, which is Psalm 51. And uh, in the middle of that psalm, in verses 10 to 12, uh, he prays the following, creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit or a right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with the willing spirit. Uh, notice what he says on verse uh, 11. He says, do not cast me uh, away from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit uh, from, from me. So this uh, uh, prayer of, of David shows how much he uh, wanted to be restored. He ended up being restored and uh, God blessed uh, him and blessed uh, his uh, children, uh, specifically uh, his uh, son Solomon uh, that uh, was born uh, after he committed uh, te that terrible uh, sin. He committed a sin of adultery and murder. Uh, and uh, God still forgave him and the presence of God was restored uh, in his life. So uh, let me also mentioned that through this story we know uh, how God truly loves us and how God is able to forgive us no matter what. So if you committed a, a sin, it doesn't matter how terrible, uh, God is able to forgive you and God is able to completely restore uh, your life. Uh, that is the will of God for you. So uh, tonight uh, I talked about the presence of God and um, how important it is to have the presence of God and seek God as a vital necessity. Uh, do you have life signs of God's presence? Uh, do you uh, live with the assurance of your salvation, with the assurance that uh, God is uh, with you? Uh, and uh, if you have uh, doubts and if you need the restoration, the best thing you can do is pray. And I like to pray for you. Uh, and my prayer is that you'll make the same decision as Naomi 
and uh, you will be able to say, uh, Pastor Tony, I want your God to be my God. And uh, wherever you go, I'll go. I will, I will follow. I will follow Christ. I'll follow God. And uh, if you do so, you can expect a transformation just like what happened in the life of Ruth. God has the best in store for you. Just believe it. So let me pray for you. God, I pray for my friends here on this uh, social network. Uh, I especially pray for those that feel abandoned, that feel like the presence of God has left them. They don't feel you. They don't feel God. I pray, Lord, for a total transformation of the heart, for a total transformation of the soul, and that your presence will return. I do the prayer of David. Uh, in Psalm 51. And I pray, God, do not abandon us. Do not leave us. Do not uh, uh, allow us to continue without your presence. Wherever you go, God, we will go. In Jesus' name, I pray for a great blessing over my friends' lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, listen, uh, if you enjoy this uh, uh, time here, just share it with word of mouth. That's the best way to do it. It's word of mouth. Uh, otherwise, if you're watching on YouTube here under the video, there's a red button that says subscribe. And this will uh, help this channel to continue. Uh, we need, there's an algorithm on these social networks. And uh, uh, so we need to have those likes, those shares, those comments. So uh, on Facebook, you can uh, share the video also. Uh, and uh, this will, uh, will help us to continue. Uh, tomorrow, I will uh, pursue uh, talking about God as a vital necessity. And I invite you to be here again at 9 p.m. 9 p.m. every night. You can also catch the audio podcast on uh, Spotify. And uh, we'll inform you of any other changes. Vis visit myeveningdevotional.com to get all the links and also the archives of uh, past messages. If you uh, miss the message, you can uh, just uh, catch up and check it on the, on the website. So uh, this was it for tonight. I'll be here with you again tomorrow at 9 p.m. God bless you. Mm -hmm.